The Journal of Talis Handreg, Episode 12, Entries 50 through 54. Honey, I'm home. Oh, good, sweetie. Just in time for dinner. Wowee, this looks amazing. But you must have been in the kitchen all day. Oh, I didn't have to lift a finger. It was all Henry. It's Henry, the new meat-making miracle from Gollum Corp. Days spent toiling in the kitchen are a thing of the past. Let Henry do all the cooking. More hot sausage, ma'am? You got it. Another brisket, sir? Why, certainly. Just ask Henry. What's that? Dirty dishes? Hmm, not on Henry's watch, pal. Henry, Henry, Henry! Become trademark Gollum Corporation. Proper maintenance and service required. Product not advised for women or pregnant children or elderly. Henry serves synthetic meat substitutes only. Read all labels and consult your doctor before consuming Henry meat. 343-1620 Finally. The marks set by the Jesse led me to a precipice overlooking the vast vacant area I had been searching for. In its center was a massive structure. Though distant, I could see that it was formed of a dull cobalt material. One that seemed to bend the light that touched it. It appeared a thing not of this dimension. A thing at once nearby and incredibly far away. What an odd place. The air held a pervasive flaxen haze. And below, for the first time since I arrived in Ustiak, I could see flora. A wilderness of tangling vine that all but swallowed the spray of cottages that tapered from Old City. From my vantage, I could see much of the way towards the thing that must be the keep. A clearing in the bramble, twisting and turning, led inward. Though at points it branched off, the path was hardly labyrinthine. Over the next hours, I mapped as far as the haze would allow me to see, and then returned to the tavern. 344-1620 Playing cat and mouse with the Marion Tour is simply no longer sustainable. Such heavy travel is affecting me poorly and is compounded further by exhaustion from lack of sleep. There are not enough daylit hours to reach the keep from the tavern, and a note demanding payment of the balance due was just placed under my door. My only chance lies in evading night closer to my destination. 
345-1620. I left the tavern and nearly all that I brought with me behind. What did it matter anyway? After my previous passage, I set out to plunder any shop for items that might aid in my task. A torch enchanted to allow vision beyond sealed doors. Mine. A rock that speeds movement. Mine. A pick that cuts stone like butter. Mine. Things such as these are uncommon and well guarded. I could not have afforded a single one of them. Their previous owners had to be slain. What does it matter, anyway? My feet have gone black from overuse. Several of my toes have worn down to the bone. The wounds from the Greenland are reopening, and forced insomnia leaves my mind worm-eaten. I have no reason to believe I will survive this endeavor. What does it matter anyway? I sit now at the edge of Old City, nursing a foot that seems beyond healing. With luck, this will be my last entry from that accursed place. Three forty five sixteen twenty. I descended the precipice and begun upon the strange path inward. Dark was creeping upon me, and so my quest shifted to that of seeking shelter. I came upon a shack that looked particularly secure, and on using the torch found that it housed an array of golems. All were inactive but one, which was unspeakably repulsive. In the distance I heard the jingle of bells, so quickly stole my way inside. No response at my arrival from the golem. This was a Henry model. One that had been so long unattended, it had become absolutely covered in spoiled meat. It stood in a pool of grease and looked ahead with an idiot stare. I sat and stared back through the night hours. The thing was vacuous, unstirred, oblivious to my words as I sat and tried to talk to it. The sounds of bells constantly dingling outside also went unnoticed. I've concluded that the Marion Tour is not a single individual. The frequency of their passing and changes in the tone of different bells leads me to believe that the night path is infested with them. 
346-1620. Not long before sunrise, the sound of bells ceased. Having sat the night staring at the buffoon golem, I thought myself under hallucination when it suddenly rose from the floor and left our shelter. Curious, I peered out the window to see where it had gone and was greeted by a most interesting sight. The golem hovered in a clearing not far from the shack. Its receivers sparked with energy as rotted meat poured from the thing. Whole chickens, ribs, links of worst, all mounding into a pile so fetid that I could smell it from meters away. The greater sun breached the horizon, and when its light touched the clearing, the ground began to rumble. The golem retreated from its meat pile just as prongs broke from the soil beneath it. In a flash, something erupted from beneath the ground, engulfing the pile of meat as it did, and then resubmerged. The golem returned to where the meat had been, hovered over the hole left by the creature, and dropped within. By the time I reached the scene to investigate, the mucus-lined hole had begun to crumble in upon itself. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Journal of Telus Handrig, written, narrated, and orchestrated by Owen Ambrose, based on the board game Relics of the Keep by Damian Providenti and Owen Ambrose. For more information on Relics of the Keep, visit www.relicsofthekeep.com.